Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. I'm Lynn Woods, and I want you to please like, comment, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff, and you can download for free. That way, you never miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. My guest today is actress, director, NAACP Image Award nominated actress, Ms. Rhonda Moriman. She currently stars as Claudette in the thriller Wicked City on the AMC Network streaming service All Black. And she's here to talk about her life, the adversity she's overcome, and Wicked City. So now, welcome, Rhonda Moriman. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) I've had the privilege of being on your show before, and I'm so honored to be back. I just appreciate you so much. Thank you. We're happy to have you. You're a woman of faith, and we know that you grew up in Los Angeles, and you had something, just so folks didn't know why you're this great woman of faith, you had something that altered your life as a child, right? Yes, yes, that's exactly, you know, that's a great way to even say it, you know, at seven years old, right? You don't, mm-hmm. you just, all you see is bubble gum, you know, jump rope and double dutch, and <laughs> you know, you just see, you know, playfulness and youthfulness, um, that's solely what I was all about. I was all, I was a outside kid, loved expressing myself, dancing, just like any, everybody else, right? And with outside jump roping and uh, being a kid full of life and was shot uh, twice in my right knee and wheelchair bound and told I would never walk again. And by the grace of God, start walking at about 11 and a half years old. Yes, I did. All him. It happened when you were seven and then you did not walk again until no. age 11? I did not start walking until age 11. And I know that wasn't just at 11, but it was like 11 and a half. However, um, yeah, was in a wheelchair bound and was very, very depressed. It was a altering, as you said, life experience for me. I thought that was going to be my life and prayed. I prayed. I was introduced to a kids club, which was called Bible Club, and they would take little girls and little boys they had one for the boys they had one for the girls and they invited us into their home and they taught us the word of god we also did crafts and activities so they, it's almost like they pulled us in as being children mm-hmm. and allowed us to continue to be children but they also taught us the word of god and so they combined it so you didn't feel like it was being forced on you which also made it even easier to understand we would do campfires sports boards, you know, those kind of things like that. We would build, you know, clay objects and things like that. So it was engaging. And okay. while they were engaging us as children, they would teach us the word. And so from that and also being wheelchair bound, did that set some things off in you that would lead to you acting? Because you had to sit there and be, and you were by yourself a lot and mm-hmm. use your yes. imagination and read a yes. lot? Yes. You know what? I, I love that you even said that. Um, you're the first interview that, that actually noticed that. The hmm. only thing that you have is your imagination while you're sitting there. You have your imagination where you can have it of good thoughts or bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, the bad thoughts are automatic, however, because you are, you're will-bound, you're wheelchair-bound. You don't have any other place to go in your in. in or you you can you can will yourself there however this wasn't a lifestyle for me this wasn't something that i was accustomed to this mm-hmm. isn't something i had to le- i had to learn to stop being a kid um because i'm sitting in this wheelchair and then i didn't i didn't have 
I didn't engage. I stopped. I became depressed. And it was a very, very, very difficult time for me. I, I'm saying that I went to Bible club, but it took it took initiation from them. They would knock at my door several times before I even said yes to going because I felt depressed. I felt ugly. I felt abandoned. I felt well. lost. And so what I would do is sit in that wheelchair and I would sit on my balcony. That balcony actually faced a dead end. It actually said the word dead end. It had the big yellow sign. And it was a big, humongous tree there. And at that dead end where the gate was, that's where all the kids would gather. They would gather there and they would do the things that I used to do. Uh, Hopscotch, double dutch, jump rope, you know, jacks, you know, hide and go see, you know, those kind of things. And they would gather and I would just watch them. They became my imagination. They became my my lifeline. They became my legs. I would wash their legs. It didn't matter if they were um, uh, straight leg legs, different color legs, it, uh, where they were wearing shorts or they were wearing dresses or pants. I would live vicariously every single day. That became my to-do. That was something that I would thrive. I would get up in the morning just so that I can live again because that's what gave me life. Um, it made me feel. Uh, it made me feel. It made me feel a whole a lot of things. However, one of the things it did is that was it was a source for me. Instead of it just me sitting and being depressed, I would get and thrive through them. From day from sun up to sundown, I would stay on that balcony until I until every child was gone. Oh wow! And yeah. so that stirred up the the actress, the writer, and the director. And do you? How did you end end up? finally becoming an actress and director well you know the thing that pulled me in uh that that actually just fueled Rhonda that fueled Rhonda and gave me life from my waist down that's how I felt the thing that actually pumped my heart for acting was this sound that I heard I was on the balcony and I heard this sound of whimpering similar to what I feel what I was feeling from waist up, you know, my heart was broken. And, uh, but that living of their legs, that, that moving of their legs kept me, just kept purpose in my, in my day. And, but, but what I heard was this sound and I, and I wheeled myself back in. Now, mind you, this was in the middle of the day. This is not something that typically I would do come back inside. So the screen was closed um, from, you know, cause I was on the balcony. So I came in, I had to move the, the, uh, the screen and I, I wheeled myself back in. And as I got closer in, and was watching television with my mother who was sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. It was this movie called Lady Sing the Blues. Okay. Whimpering with Diana Ross. And that was that scene where she was with Richard Pryor. And um, for those who have watched it, that's when he had got jumped and he owed some, um, I guess some people some money and she was whimpering on the couch and it just pulled me in because i'm like what is that like how is she making me feel something from this screen you know so she made me feel something from like i said the waist up but Mm -hmm. also it will i felt sad but i also felt like she can relate to what i was feeling what i was going 
through. And from there, I said, ooh, I want to do that. Like, I want that. My mother said, it pulled my mother into because she was like, well, you like this movie? And I said, yeah. I was like, mom, who is that? She told me all about Richard Pryor, all about Diana Ross. And, um, of course, immediately became a Diana Ross fan, who I would love to meet one day. <laughs> she is the epitome of just amazing and um from there i just became with diana ross from mahogany from mahogany to everything that she did after um but yeah she was my first inspiration of wanting to act and uh, basically it was it's it's almost like you are you become another person the acting is reacting acting is a life and i i felt like at that moment she understood my life um, it helped me relate. So that's one of the things that I definitely love to do. I love creating uh, arcs and characters, something that is real, something that a person. I'm not playing a person. I am the person. That inspired you. And then how did you get the break into acting? I got the break into acting by doing stage production and started out very lightly. Actually, even with the Bible Club, um, I was introduced to Jesus Christ Superstar. And uh, this is when I had did some singing with them. And I loved the stage. That actually was my first <laughs> play okay. that I did as a child. And I, it, it, I got the bug, you know. <laughs> I got that thing of feeling like, you know, seeing other people react to you. And you know what I loved the most is that they didn't see me. Even when I was in that wheelchair, they saw what I was doing. And that was my biggest thing is, is, as far as even a child being seen because you didn't want to be seen the way that because I was in a wheelchair. That was a very difficult thing for me. I loved that it was engaging and that I felt something and made the person who was watching felt something. So that was actually my very first play was with Bible Club. And from there, I started doing small smaller uh, productions from um, different acting uh, groups that I started getting involved in, started getting more involved. Now, this is the kicker. The kicker is really when it shifts for me is when I started walking. I went hmm. to this school called Van Nuys, which is Van Nuys Performing Arts. <laughs> that okay. was in the valley. <laughs> and from there, it was that's all they taught, taught us was singing and dancing and um, even cheering. So totally knew that this is something that I wanted to do. Uh, you know, for the rest of my life. Lorenz Tate actually went to that school. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had, a, I had a, actually a crush on him before he even did Biker Boys. <laughs> before <laughs> okay. he left. Oh, my I goodness. Was like, oh, he was a dreamboat, right, for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and um, from there, you know, he has he's just a phenomenal artist as well and uh, definitely doing a lot in his community. I, I love seeing his life unfold. And he actually was just... Um, that kind of person even in in the school just uh very artsy so it was just it was a i never actually get a chance to meet him i only mm -hmm. dreamed about him <laughs> oh we my goodness school. at I school oh <laughs> yeah. isn't that interesting how shy people end up doing things that make people think that they're an extrovert but you know what the thing is i'm still shy that's the thing people <laughs> and like a, my few friends who like really really know me uh -huh. um, know that i am a very shy person and a lot of that actually even stems from you know just how i you know as a kid you know when you when you tuck away it, it just becomes a part of you because i wasn't like that before that happened to me i was very outgoing i don't know just part of me even though I'm walking, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful, part of me still tucks away. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, with your acting and with your doing stage, uh, you ended up being nominated for an NAACP Image Award. Isn't that I right? That's something that is awesome. Yes. Miss Kanique Sky, who is the writer and the star of Sunday Morning, um, she allowed me to do an amazing, amazing role playing her sister in that play. And we had the opportunity to do it locally in Los Angeles as well as in Atlanta and we were able to uh, just even come back here and do it for the NAACP it was such an honor Um, it was an amazing Mm -hmm. ride amazing storyline and we were uh several of us was nominated and myself was nominated as well as uh, some other actors that were in there and uh, other people who also in other places she's done that's just the thrill ride that she does in her in her writing but yeah we had the honor to get nominated um and listen even though i didn't win i'm mm-hmm. still a winner just by being nominated it was it was an amazing by best supporting and i love that role i hope she still brings it back <laughs> oh amen amen yeah. speaking yeah. of your roles now let's fast forward to what miss Rhonda mormon is up to today as claudette in the thriller wicked city and she's yeah. a person and we talked off mic is that you're a person that really had not been into thrillers Oh, no. Yes. No, I, I can't even watch scary movies. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I cannot do it. If it if it's scary, I'll just be like, oh, no, no, no. And that's why even when I read it, I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is me. I'm caught at. This is crazy. <laughs> um, however, when, again, instead of me being something, the dedication of uh, playing something, However, being something, um, a person, when I read it and I got the logistics of it, and because it was released today, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can finally say that all of the things and the decisions that I made between one and four, I know I've been the most hated person in this thriller, (laughs) Wicked City, Claudette. At the end of the day, believe it or not, I'm just a mother. Mm. I am a mother and what mother would not do anything necessary for her child <laughs> now what's the and, what's the what's, what's with the name Wicked City we talked off mic a little bit about that so you're Claudette and you're protecting your your child but you're you're not the nicest person but tell us about right. Wicked City what's what's with that name so Wicked City follows five urban witches that push their supernatural powers to new heights right mm-hmm. and um basically they push it to where they conjure up a dark spirit well that's me right oh you're the dark uh, spirit oh woe is you because what happens is that um one of the young ladies that is my daughter as it's been revealed now mm. is camille who joins this who joins these four urban witches right mm-hmm. and um now she while doing all of that they're finding each other's their several of the characters know their powers some are trying to receive their powers camille doesn't even know she has power and that's my daughter her powers actually are my powers so basically i'm a powerful and dangerous witch and i'm revenge um because i was stripped of my magic the reason i was stripped of my magic was because i gave birth to my child who was stillborn my powers was now transformed to her because it was not allowed of what I did which is called death magic oh wow I talked to your friend Malik uh, Blessing the other uh, yes, yeah. yes. and we were talking about like being a woman of faith and 
how how is it that you could play a role like this and right. people would say now how do you call yourself a woman of faith and then you're right. playing this evil <laughs> this evil witch right, stuff what right. do you say about that i would definitely first of all say if we're talking about a uh, woman of god and we're talking about god himself it was god all he knew in this world was evil <laughs> for us to be able to not discuss and talk about what we know we live in we live in a world of evil right this was not a hard and very hard I mean, easy decision for me at all again when i read that i was like wow first of all how am i gonna do this god this is who i went to i went straight mm -hmm. to the father and um this is the thing if i did not live a life and did not know understand god for myself if i don't know if i did not know that i'm covered by the blood of jesus mm -hmm. then i wouldn't be able to stand in the feet of claudette however there are many claudettes that sit and walk among us all day <laughs> all day long <laughs> all day long and the bible even says test the spirit by the spirit the only reason that we can do it because we was all sinners saved by grace mm -hmm. i'm an actor i take on the personas of those things that i play but at the end of the day like i told you right in the in the earlier i was i'm a mother so i can i automatically can relate to being a mother so i wasn't being wicked i was being i don't judge the characters based off the decisions that they make to do what they have to do because we've all had to make decisions in our life that we're not all proud of however because of what Claudette's land is based in the character mm -hmm. meaning that who she is i don't judge it based off of the decisions that she makes to go get her child Oh, okay. so I don't have to I don't have to apologize for being an artist. If the only thing that I will do that I've done is prayed my way through exactly every single thing that he's done for me and this role from it was for me and I thank God for bringing it into my world. Malika called it scribe. She said it's like a black charmed Remember that series? It is like the black, we are black witches. It was written by black women. It is on all black. <laughs> it was a black executive producer, Tressa, and, and, and uh, who brought this out, you know, so it is an amazing mega mind. And um, it is such a blessing to be able to represent all black. And it is uh, with Brad and Nikki, who are black. You know, okay. like, everything's black. Uh, blackity black, huh? Everything is blackity black, and I, <laughs> and I love representing black. You know, um, Tressa and Dante, Megamind saw that Kristen and Serena, who wrote this incredible, incredible story, and we're all we're just in season one go and support it you can see it on amazon you can see it on um all black and it's represented also by amc so we're just grateful grateful um we've been getting great reviews we've been getting you know and you know a lot of people have come at us to say hey this is this is wicked this is ooh, you know look at this this is not good this is satan it's a satanism no it's not it's not that is not what we're pulling on it is uh, it is fictional it's no different if you were watching hey let's just say any other other shows that are out there like you're saying even charm or mm -hmm. anything else that has you know um like wakanda even with that just you know those kind of things these are it's just black art it's just black women who give it us give it a chance these have they have arts they're real women supernatural is something that even is a miracle like i just said earlier i'm a miracle if you can look at what god did for me people can say how did that happen huh? only he only he 
can have done only god could have done and it's continue to do what he's doing with me because i walk every single day every single day my feet hit the ground is a miracle so it is it is it's constantly constantly a miracle in my life so give it a chance give the women a chance give the show a chance these black ladies uh who uh, just like anybody else had a dream and um, we're supporting and f- fueling their dream and we all have dreams that we want someone to start for us that we want an opportunity and this is their opportunity and um, they're young they're vibrant they're bold they're bodacious they think differently and that's that's even what's necessary uh that's out there earlier we spoke about jordan peele who have done those kind of movies who didn't even start out that way you know mm-hmm. and we go out and we support them and that's the kind of uh, support and engine that we should put behind behind every art artist who's wanting to be seen and we shouldn't limit them based off of the content that we think they should watch if you don't if it's not for you it's okay however but there is a lot of people out there who love it and uh, we're just asking for a chance okay then so miss um, claudette yes. for, for real for real ronda mormon <laughs> yes yes yeah so i want to give a shout out uh-huh. for another show that i'm on called hush as well oh hush okay also on all black where i get the opportunity to um play a a mayor of dc so it's two different spectrums which is awesome with odd tech productions and it's it's an amazing amazing ride it's with joy joyful drake eric Mena. Candace, uh, Karen uh, Ward. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm just very happy to be a part of that uh, project as well. Well, then, Miss Rhonda Mormon, you're very, very, very blessed. You got Wicked City out on All Black. Um, and uh, Hush. And Hush also on All Black. And you can yes. find those. So he said you can find them on Prime, uh, Amazon yes, Prime. Amazon Prime, Apple TV, as well as most definitely All Black. So how can people find you to connect with you if they have uh, questions to ask you or if they want to follow you on social media? Yes, you can find me at I am Rhonda Mormon on Instagram and actress Rhonda Mormon on TikTok, which I love TikTok. <laughs> and um, I am Rhonda Mormon on Facebook. Love to love to hear you. From. So that's Rhonda R-H-O-N-D-A Mormon M-O-R-M-A-N. So yes, yes, and, yes. And that I am in the in the in the top of that and you will be able to connect with me. All right. Then thank you so much, sister. Rhonda Mormon once and once again for joining us on this show. We appreciate you and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too and congratulations on your show. It's phenomenal. And thank you audience for joining us today as always. Make sure that you subscribe right now so that you never ever miss an episode of its uplifting content. Now, if you'd like to reach me, connect with me, Lynn Woods, you can find me on Twitter. That's at Lynn Woods, L-I-N-W-O-O-D-S, or Instagram at Lynn Woods 96, or Facebook, just Lynn Woods. This has been the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. God bless.